Welcome everyone to today's devotion. We are in John chapter 21, the final chapter of John, a book presenting Jesus as Logos, Life, Light, Lamb. If you learn nothing else about our uh, 21 days in the Gospel of John, hopefully you see that. And as you go back through the Gospel of John, uh, these themes will will continue to, to pop off the page for you. Well, if you recall Friday, we when we finished chapter 20, we, we noted how the Gospel of John seemed to come to a conclusion there. You had Jesus crucified in chapter 19, risen from the dead in chapter 20. Uh, he had some, some appearances of his resurrection. And then we have those final, I think it's two verses. It says, These things were written so that you may believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And believing in him, you may have life in his name. Some Something to that extent. But then we get an entirely different chapter. Now, I've, I've written about this on, on my website, and maybe I'll, I'll repost the article soon. Um, but uh, we can even put it on the church blog if, if you want. Um, so there's debate as to what role does chapter 21 play in the Gospel of John. Is it an appendix? Was it added later? Uh, what, what, what is it? And, and I don't really see the point in uh, debating, debating all that. Um, but rather, I want us to look at... Um, uh, just the story as it is, as the, the chapter as as presented here, because there's a lot going on here um, that is really worth exploring. We'll try to be as brief as we can, but there is a lot going on here. Let's start in verse four. Uh, so the, the a lot of the disciples, uh, it's Simon, uh, Thomas, Nathaniel, um, and two other unnamed disciples go fishing. So about half of the disciples are, are gone fishing. And just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. The disciples did not know it was Jesus, uh, and, and they, couldn't, they couldn't catch anything. Uh, he said, Children, do you have any fish? They answered, No. He said, Cast them down on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. Um, now, uh, if, if you know your Bible, we, we saw this story in Luke's Gospel. It's eerily similar. In Luke's gospel, it's, it's at the beginning of Jesus' ministry when he's calling the 12 disciples. In John's gospel, it's at the end of Jesus' uh, ministry. And, and this has been an issue in John's gospel is his chronology seems off, or he's saying that there's more than one instance. And here I think we have a second instance of the same phenomenon. Uh, so, so for John's thinking, it's, it's bookending the ministry of Jesus. His story began with Jesus uh, helping them catch fish. I remember he'll say, and I'll make you fishers of men. And the story ends with Jesus helping them catch fish uh, because he's going to then send Peter, uh, who's the leader of, of this 12. He's the leader that got everyone out on the boat, who is going to be the primary person to uh, catch fish, if, if, if you will. Um, so verse 7, a disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord, uh, and he jumps in, and Peter jumps into to the water and swims over while everyone else rows back. Uh, just part of the humorous competition between John and Peter uh, demonstrated there. Verse 9, when they got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now, a couple things to note here. Um, what is different from the previous account is that the miracle leads to feasting. Okay? That's important for us to see because that, that is an eschatological image there. Uh, by that I mean eschato eschatology is the study of end times. 
Um, what I mean is that there, there's the imagery of the Old Testament, and it comes into the New. Book of Revelation is a fantastic play to see this, where, where in the kingdom of God there is much feasting. So it begins in the garden, really, but with all the prophets, when they look to the great day of the Lord, uh, the idea of, of resting and feasting it was, was a common imagery. So what Jesus does is he, he performs a final miracle in the Gospel of John. It's not a sign, but, but it is a, a miracle. Uh, the final sign in, in John's Gospel is, is the uh, resurrection, uh, technically. Um, and out of that comes feasting. So Jesus already has breakfast being prepared. What he needs is fish. So I don't know, maybe he's having a grits and toast for all I know. Uh, but he he's going to fix some some fish so um, there's a lot of people who, who, who want to go deeper than that and that's, that's fine I, I think we have to have to be careful uh, but here we see Jesus feasting in fellowship with his disciples uh, and this is really the, the last sort of um, event other than a brief conversation he has with Peter in the Gospel of John. Well, of course, we see this in Revelation with the marriage supper of the Lamb. When when the final enemy is defeated, um, all those who who are in the Lamb's book of life are uh, welcomed and seated at the marriage supper of the Lamb. There will be feasting, fellowship, and celebration. Well, then we get this conversation between Jesus and Peter in uh, it's, it's verse 15 down to verse 19. Uh, and there's some debate about this. I think we take some of this too far. Um, but nevertheless, uh, uh, Jesus pulls Simon aside and asks there in verse 15, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And there's a lot of debate as to what is meant by these. Uh, more than these, is that reference to the disciples? Or is it in reference to something else? I, I think if you read it in context, the more than these is a reference to the fish. Uh, that's the antecedent. So here Jesus is, is, is it's Peter that, that wants to go out and fish after the resurrection. Jesus says, do you love me more, more than your life as a fisherman? Do you love me more than these fish? And, and, and Peter affirms. And so he'll say, um, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus responds, just feed my lambs. Then Jesus asks a second uh, question, same question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter said, well, of course, um, tend my sheep. Right. And then a third time, he asks the same question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter is grieved here, and he says, uh, Lord, you know everything, remember the logos, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. When you were old, you would stretch out your hands, and another would dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show about what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Now, what a lot of people do with this passage is they they overthink the Greek. I could be wrong on this, but, but I, have a, I tend to think we're overthinking the Greek here. What I mean is, when Jesus asks... Simon, son of John, do you agape me? Peter then says, Lord, you know, I phileo you. So agape means unconditional love. Phileo means brotherly love. So Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. Philadelphia, brotherly and love, the two Greek words. Um, and so Jesus asks, do you agape, unconditional love me? Uh, which, which agape was, was uh, taken by the Christians and really developed um, and then um, Peter says, Yes, Lord, you know I phileo you. The third time Jesus says, Peter, do you phileo me? 
And Peter says, Lord, you know that I feel I owe you. And, and, and so uh, what a lot of preachers like to do is talk about the diminishing understanding of love. Uh, Jesus asks for this level of love, and Peter offers this level of love uh, that isn't as great. Um, and um, I, I think we're reading into it. One of my arguments for saying we're reading into it is because the Greek word for feed and tend, we see it in the English. Um, we don't see it in English with love because we only have one word for love, whereas Greek has four. Um, but when it comes to feeding and tending, it, it, Jesus means the same thing, but two different Greek words are used here. And so we wouldn't say, uh, we, he begins there with, feed my lambs, and then he says, tend my sheep, and he goes back to feed my sheep, right? He's, he, he's not diminishing shepherding there, right? Uh, they, they mean the same thing, and they should be taken as, as synonyms there. I think the same thing's going on with, with love. There are other instances where uh, the Greek writers will play on two words that mean the same thing. We do it in English all the time. Uh, it's called a thesaurus, people. Um, but uh, there are some who overthink it. But what we do need to see here is what does loving Jesus and tending to the lambs uh, culminate in? It's going to culminate in Peter's death. That's the main point of this passage. It has nothing to do with, with the meaning of love here. Uh, what it shows is that love um, will demonstrate itself in following Jesus. And where does Jesus lead us to? He leads us to the cross. And, and this is going to lead to Peter's personal cross. Now, this is the only reference we really have clearly of the martyrdom of Peter in the Bible. It's hinted at in 2 Peter. Uh, that, that or it, it's anticipated in Second Peter, I, I should say. But here, it's it's clearly laid out. I believe in a late, um, well, ten, I guess, be early, but I, I believe that God, uh, John's Gospel is written in the late first century, um, and um, so Peter has been dead for twenty five, thirty years. Uh, so the story would have been well known by the first readers, um, and so uh, Jesus says, a time will come when. Um, uh, you know, you're going to be taken out. You're 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 going to be owed. Your arms are going to be stretched out. Um, another will dress you and carry you where, where you don't want to go. And that this was to signify what sort of death Peter would would suffer to glorify God. Regardless, Jesus says, "Follow me. Even if if loving me leads you to an untimely death, follow me. Love me more than all of these things, whether it be food, comfort, family, fellowship." disciples, everything. Leave everything behind and follow me. Well, typical of Peter, he can't just let things be. He looks at the, the Apostle John, the one who loved Jesus. I believe that's Apostle John. And uh, asks Jesus about him. Now, what we've seen in these last two chapters is this competition between Peter and John. Somewhat humorous. Shows up throughout the book. We, we didn't spend a lot of time on it earlier. Um, so Peter asks Jesus about John. What about this man? Pointing to Apostle John. And Jesus says, If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Do you not love me even more than what plan I have for everyone else? Follow me. That is your mission. Follow me. And that's the mission of every Christian. Now get distracted by these things. Follow me. And so um, Jesus says, If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. And then John tells us, verse 23, uh, the rumor went out that the Apostle John would not die until Jesus came back to life. Now, here we have John at the end of his life saying, that's not what Jesus said. What Jesus said is, if it is my will that he live forever until I get back, so be it. All right? 
Uh, and so John is correcting a, a false rumor in his own gospel. Uh, but one thing you, you may want to note is um, there are those who still believe, uh, contrary to what is clearly laid out in the Gospel of John, that John the Apostle never died. We call them the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, the Mormon Church believes the Apostle John uh, still lives. And uh, there's a host of problems with that. One, it's not true. We have accounts of how the Apostle John died. It's the only uh, disciple for what we can tell that, that one martyred. Um, we've talked about that in our Wednesday night series. We, we recently uh, finished. We're going to tie it up a little wheel on Wednesday. And, and furthermore, it complicates things with the Mormonism because Mormons believe they have the 12 apostles, uh, their, their 12 main leaders in Salt Lake City. The problem is, is if those men are the 12 and there's the Apostle John running out somewhere, there's one too many uh, apostles in the Mormon church. Then there's the problem of Mormons teach that the church was apostate for 1,500 years, give or take. And then Joseph Smith pops up um, and uh, uses, um, well, the treasure hunter Joseph Smith then makes all, all these claims uh, that he is, he is purified the church. The problem is, Apostle John is apparently roaming the earth, and he never thought to announce, hey, guys, we're get, we've gotten this all wrong. I mean, it just, just, just doesn't make any sense. But nevertheless, that's what Mormons hold to. Um, and I've found that when you bring that up, it's, it's the one area they, they hope no one knows that they believe in. But it's in the writings. Uh, I, I've, I've written stuff on, on the blog about it, if, if you care to look for it. Um, but here's the conclusion, verse 24. This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things, who has written these things, and we know his testimony is true. Now, there are also many other things Jesus did. Where every one of them be written, I suppose that the world itself cannot contain the books that would be written. I love that ending. I love it. John didn't seek to write an exhaustive account of what Jesus did. What he sought to write was an account in that you may believe as Logos, Jesus is life and light, and he offered himself as lamb so that you may have life in his name. And if one were to write a complete exhaustive story of Jesus, not enough trees to turn in the paper for a story like that. Great ending. Hope to see you guys here tomorrow. I think we're in First Thessalonians. See you then.